folks. Welcome to the Cape Cod Fun Show. The show that's all about having fun on this fabulous peninsula known as Cape Cod, the most beautiful place on all of planet Earth. My name is Eric Williams, and Mung is here. Woo! Greg is here. Hello. And we've got an awesome, awesome program for you as we have now crossed the frontier into September. But it's still summer out there, folks, so let's get out there and grab what we can while the plum is still ripe. Let's check the all-important Cape and Islands weather forecast for this weekend. Friday, partly sunny with a high near 75. Ooh, a northeast wind around 10 miles an hour, hinting at maybe some chilliness. Saturday, partly sunny with a high near 72. And I have to point out, folks, on Saturday night, a low around 54 degrees. No. That is, oh, take it easy, guys. No. 54 degrees on Saturday night. Oh, no. Sunday, Sunday, mostly sunny with a high near 69. 69 the high, not 89. Love it. And then we have uh, Sunday night down to 56 degrees. <laughs> oh, take it easy, Greg. <laughs> it's going to be fine because the warmth returns next week. It's still going to be a nice weekend, though. Let's take a look at the tides for the weekend for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday on Cape Cod. That's September 7th, 8th, and 9th. We have morning high tides at 9, 10, and 11 about that. And then low tides in the afternoon. That's a nice sort of lineup there. You can do whatever you need to do at the beaches if indeed you're still swimming. Mung, you still swimming? Oh, I'm still swimming like a madman. This is the best time of year to be swimming. The crowds are gone. You can go to the beach without having to pay for parking. It's still warm out. And the water temperature is still a tasty low 70s, high 60s. This is where it's at, man. I agree totally. This is the kind of weather where you go swimming and the water is still so crazy warm. And you get out and you're like, the air. The The air air is getting me, man. This is tough. The air will kill you. I have to say, uh, last evening... uh, me and my daughters went to Long Pond in Wellfleet, and we swam out to the swimming dock there in the middle of the pond, scene of so many cannonballs and jackknives over the years. And I just sat there in the sun and thought, maybe they're going to take this out tomorrow. No more swimming dock. And you just take a moment there, look around the shore, see all the things, all the people in their floaties, and you think, well, I can come back, but... The dock might be gone. And oh, so bittersweet. Just that moment. Another summer goes into the books. But it's our job here on the Fun Show, fellas, to keep that fun going year-round on Cape Cod. We're not just a summer thing. We're a life thing. Thank you, guys. Love you. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Oh, That's yeah. fantastic. That's very deep. <laughs> you can have so much fun in September, it'll make your head spin. Oh, right. That's why I'm sitting here with a topic... That is so much fun called Mung and Bingo. Now, that is completely not a topic at hand. What? Mung and Bingo? B I N G O. No, no, let's just. Winner. Play. No? You're not a Bingo fan? I've, I've never played Bingo except maybe like in elementary school. A uh, long time ago, right? I mean, like a we, long time ago. We were talking about this, ago. Greg. You mentioned somehow using tiddlywinks tiddly to come. Tiddlywinks. Don't say tiddlywinks. Oh, yeah. It was the only way to play bingo. You used tiddlywinks. That's a Teletubby name. Those those round things. Tiddlywinky. (laughs) Tiddlywinks. I just love that. Once again, Dirty Greg, man. I don't know. (laughs) You make everything sound. You are the one with the dirty mind. Tiddlywinks. Oh, my. 
Disney Wings. Anyway, oh, tell, us, tell us about bingo. How how Mung can this possibly be even be on the Cape Cod Fun Show? I just want to run out of the room when it says Mung and Bingo. Okay, first of all, we got two two different things of bingo we're about to talk about. There's regular bingo, <laughs> and then there's something that I've just been getting into um, that's called that's that's cool around the Cape these days. Oh, cool bingo. Oh yeah, cool bingo. It's called music bingo. I saw that in West Side Story. <laughs> Jets and Sharks, weren't they like B23? <laughs> they pulled out their switchblade. Oh. Gee, Officer Krupke. <laughs> um, no, no, let's first start with, with regular bingo. Yes. And th- these are played at like churches and church halls. There's, there's a couple, uh, you know, on the weeknights around the Cape. Um, and they are super fun. Um, and you could also win a good amount of money. I swear to God. Uh, and it's like it's like bedlam in there. When was the last time you guys went? No, to- no, it's like bedpan in there. <laughs> when was the last time that you guys went to bingo on the Cape? Uh, at like an official, officially nev- sanctioned never. place. But what's an official never. place? Like a church or a lodge or where do these things take place? Yes, for example. Oh boy. Um, years ago, no joke, I won hundreds of dollars playing wow. bingo. Really? At St. Pius the 10th Church in Yarmouth. Mm-hmm. I think they play it on Thursdays. And I probably put down about $20 worth. And you get tons of cards. You get multicolored stampers. It's really crazy. The guy who who calls out the bingo, it's like lightning fast. It's like Blitzkrieg bingo. You don't you don't use tiddlywinks? No tiddlywinks. You use tiddlywinks. <laughs> <laughs> you use dabbers, man. What? Dabbers? They call out the numbers. Is and you that have like the... a vaporizer? <laughs> Dabber? Only what? if you want to vaporize some bingo cards. Vaporize some... some winning. <laughs> is that some kind of high? What's a dabber? Item? Yeah, what is that? A dabber is like this ink thing that you hold in your hand and it comes in varieties of colors and when they call like out... Like a highlighter. When they go, yeah, when they go like B... I mean, yeah, when they go B7... B24. You put your dabber on your card and that's how C- you know 19. what spots on your card are filled up. <laughs> and it's so fast. These these uh, these folks who play bingo are super competitive, and you have to really be on your game. Because if you don't hear the guy even at calling one or two numbers, you're going to be thrown off for the whole night. So first of all, you have to pay attention, and that's I'm you out have to pay right attention. there. And it's a marathon. It's numbers and letters. Most, that's hard. Yeah, numbers remember, and letters. I can't remember. And it takes hours. I feel like one time I was there, it was I was there for like two and a half hours. Oh my god! Um, but they have all these special rounds where you can win like tons of money. Like one of the pots was like two hundred and fifty dollars. No joke, a special round. I won it, and it ended up paying for an iPhone. This was probably like five years ago, and I was like, "Nice, thanks, so, thanks, so thanks, church." How much? So how do they? How do they? How do they still get so many people to go to these who's, who's bingo the crowd? halls? Were you the I was the youngest person there by 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 decades. Yeah, so you're quicker thinking. Yeah, and even and even and even bigger here at Bingo. Besides the game, is it so popular? Sometimes you need to get there like an hour or two ahead before it even starts to get a good spot and a good seat. <laughs> really competitive. I played in one in, in Falmouth What's as well. Okay, so so a really bad spot is where you can't hear the right, numbers. Exactly. You're, being, you're in the you back know, of the room. Because there's like, some yes. pole or something in just, the way. And you're just sniffing your dabber. Or some auxiliary room or something in the back. Uh, yeah, yeah. And it's really a scene. In fact, I took my oh, grandmother. On, my, my grandmother was visiting 
thing from Florida uh, a couple years ago, and we took her there. She had a ball. Um, it is really cool. The Cape Cod Times has done stories on it. We are hipper it. than this. This is this is broken well, we're, we're, <laughs> This is no good. Yeah, but I we can't do this. I, I've actually heard that they can't smoke at the bingo things. How how, how can they get people to go? Didn't if they it don't used smoke? to be all about smoking? It was all about. Smoking. I guess you could wear a nicotine patch if you want your fix. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no smoking in the bingo hall. Oh, how Boy, boring. that's a good time. Well, I'm not I'm not going then if I can't smoke. Greg, could you <laughs> stick that patch to my posterior while they're calling out the numbers? Because man, this is getting crazy. All right, so if hip is the way you want to go for bingo, then you have to go to this thing that I've, keeps I've recently been introduced to, and it was super fun. This is called music bingo, Ooh. where you barely have to pay attention to anything, and it has nothing Someone to do with calling numbers. Can you stay at home for this one? Uh, really fun. Ready? Yeah. So, music bingo, we played at Murphy's on Main Street in Hyannis recently. And it's essentially like bingo meets name that tune. Oh. So, you really don't have to do anything. You just get a card. And it will, let's say let's say the theme of the night was hair metal bands, which it was recently when Greg, I played. Greg, you were in one of those, weren't you, for a I, while? I was. <laughs> He's, he was in Twisted Mister. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, so the card has all sorts of cool hair metal bands. So then, oh, let, for man, example, on, you, got, you got Def Leppard, Pour Some Sugar On Me. So then the host plays a variety of songs. And if you hear that song, you mark it on your card. So he'll play dozens of songs, but you might not have all of them. So then you keep, you know, marking your card. And then um, they, keep, they keep playing, and whoever gets the bingo gets, like, a gift card to the, uh, to the location where you're at. It's For pretty a cool. Carton, a carton of cigarettes, right? Or a carton of cigarettes. Right. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. You had me at regular bingo. <laughs> and no, and one of the cards, you, you'd love this. Who doesn't love the Piano Man? Actually, probably you two. Uh, uh, one yeah. of the whole cards was Billy Joel card, and I got so excited because I love Billy Joel. So it had probably, like, 20 Billy Joel songs. Everything from, you know, his greatest hits like uh, Uptown Girl to some deeper cuts like Captain Jack. And then he just played Billy Joel for like a half an hour and you're you're marking your card. You're listening to some Joel. You're with your friends having a having a drink. That's, having a little appetizer. Okay, it that's was too much. So fun. so that's a legitimate potential thing. Music bingo. We'll have to give him. But oh his, yeah, his warm up. Uh, Music bingo, man. Senior bingo. That that's just we, we have to strike that from the Cape Cod Fun Show and from our memories forever. So what's so what's the demographic at? Um uh, I was over at Mur Murphy's on Main, and there were some good. Uh, there were a lot of young people, some millennials there. So they kind of like playing music bingo. So music bingo, I think, on the Cape is fueled by a group called Karaoke Cape Cod. And you can go to Facebook and type in Karaoke Cape Cod, and they have like a schedule of when they're playing music bingo huh. at various places like um, Murphy's on Main, as mentioned, and uh, Cleet and Anchor um, in Dennis. So there's got some regional diversity. All right, this. this seems legitimate, Greg. We have to say yes to music bingo. Go. All right, grudgingly. Yes, and right after music. I'll pick you up on Friday. <laughs> All right. Right afterwards, Except they had... you never told me where you lived. <laughs> I'll never tell you where I live. Uh, they they parlayed it into some karaoke too, because they're karaoke Cape Cod. So right after music bingo, people got up to sing. I did some uh, Werewolves of London by Warren Zevon. Ooh, that's a good song. That's like a good. That. You, you when you're doing karaoke, you want the crowd to get involved and dance or sing. So yep. you want you yep. want a good song for the crowd. So everyone was doing the ah. 
Werewolves of London. London. Yeah. Oh man, Greg. So Can music bingo it? is cool. Can I'm you on. believe we were just attacked by I'm Bingo on. Boy? Come on. That is too much, man. Right. There was a farmer who had a dog. New thing to do. New thing to do. We've had oh, a yeah. lot of excitement. Especially oh, at night, you know, like on the fun Friday show. Night, you got nothing else to do? Exactly. Perfect. On the right? fun show, we've been doing a lot of, you know, activities outside. That's true. Maybe too much. Gorgeous summer stuff to do. But sometimes you need a night activity that's fun. Where Greg, you... do you ever leave your house at night? No. <laughs> <laughs> do you go out into the yard? Um, sometimes, yeah. <laughs> I hear there are some fun things that go on at the Bryant household uh, that you don't even need to go out. Unless Time to change the litter box. <laughs> unless it's dark, and then I don't go outside, because I'm scared. I'm afraid of the dark. Oh, boy, <sighs> this is just no good. This is no good, but it's true, Greg. We have to get out there at night and do things. I know. Or at least pretend to get out during the day. Mung, you were off it's last hard. week uh, on vacation on Cape Cod. Is that true? Oh, my God, yes. I'm very lucky. I did the ultimate staycation on Cape Cod. And I will settle this right now. I've never taken the last week of the summer. Officially, this was the last week of August off um, ever. I usually, you know, take a a vacation in the summer in the middle of the season. But I'm going to say it was the best decision ever. And this is the only way I'm going to take my staycations for many reasons. I would say the best week to take off on Cape Cod is the 4th of July week. That is when everyone's going, everyone's having a good time, tons to do, the beach is new and exciting, and the days are long, the sun sets at a million o'clock. To me, that's when you go. That's the best week for vacation. I like the middle of July. It's, I think summer's kind of settled in. It usually doesn't rain, usually. August, late August, eh, late August is really dicey, you know, for, it starts to get a little colder, it can rain a lot this more, summer. July is just the best. July is a nice month, but no way for 4th of July week, way too many people, and the bay is still too cold, the, war- the water hasn't heated up yet in the bay, it's one of the best places to but swim. But you're running a huge risk of cold weather, bad weather, hurricane weather, all sorts of nutty stuff when you, when you play with the devil the last week of August. Or, totally. you, or you run into the week that I had, which was like high 80s for days, It was no beautiful. rain you for were so lucky. eight days. I lucky. literally went to four, like three or four beaches every day. Just jump in, swim for an hour, and hopscotch to various beaches. There were barely any crowds there. I was at Millway Beach a ton, one of my favorite swimming spots in Barstable. There were like three beach chairs there the entire week. The kids have gone back to school, the parents, and the kids who haven't gone back to school, the parents are getting them ready to go to school after Labor Day. So there were fewer tourists. There were no life guys this is a big thing if we if you take a week off in the summer you're uh, eventually going to encounter a lifeguard on the what, beach are you going to have a run in with a lifeguard yes which means no snorkeling most Cape beaches ban snorkeling, my favorite activity. They ban it because the lifeguards don't like it. So now that they're gone in late August, you can snorkel, you can do all sorts that's of cool why, things. That's oh, why you, That's why you like late August. You can go out there, you can smoke. With your deviant snorkeling. You can bring your beer with you. You know, you can do anything yeah, you want. Yeah, you can do different things. Well, I have to say, on the snorkeling front... I've been trying my full face mask, and I like the traditional mask and snorkel better. Ooh. That's what I will say. You have both. I have both. I've been doing a lot of tests. The full face one looks like a goalie mask. It's got kind of a curved look to it, and you just don't get your face in the water in the same way. I don't think the view is as good. I am going back to my traditional mask and snorkel. I've used both frequently over the last week or so. I like they they both give you a different experience. I like to be able to breathe out of my nose occasionally 
with the uh, the full face snorkel. But yeah, you do get more of the water in your face, traditional swimmy action with a traditional. So it's good to have the best of both worlds. This is an awesome time to snorkel. I've been doing a lot in Long Pond lately, and the last couple days, it seems like a bunch of fish have been born. Miniature, tiny, beautiful fish, like the size of goldfish crackers. And I saw them in the thousands swimming in and out of the grass at the side of the pond. And it was one of those moments when you turn back toward the sun and the fish are between you and the sun silhouetted and you think, life is a miracle. It's just wonderful. And then, you know, you get out and have a trail mix bar. But (laughs) it was just one of those things. And I found some more rock sculptures uh, out there in the bottom of Long Pond in Wellfleet. It was so much fun. And I have found that if you're looking to do long-distance swimming or stay in the water for a long time comfortably, there's nothing like snorkeling because your whole body's in the water, you're floating, you can go anywhere. Distances that you would never try with the Australian crawl are easily accomplished when you're just breaststroking and breathing through your love tube. That's your snorkel. Whoa. That sounds... That sounds... I haven't breathed through my love tube in years. (sighs) Is this one of those dirty conversations? It's again? a snorkel, Greg. It's get your mind out of the gutter. Oh my God. <laughs> Look, we have, to st- we have to get back to the basics that have made this show great. It's not about dirtiness. It's not about what, bingo. What are they exactly? Uh, there's something. I left it in a box. There was a list. Now, let's talk about healthy activities. And as we see with the forecast, temperature's starting to dip, at least on some days. You know, summer can't keep punching, keep punching. It's been punching all summer, though. What a hot, hottest summer ever, boys. I think so. I oh, was, yes. I was going to say that. I seemed... think it was the hottest of my life. And we'll probably see a few more hot days. Um, but uh, as we look at the forecast, we see the temperature starting to sort of feather down and that means it's time to finally get out there and stride about this land called cape cod hit some of the hiking trails that we have all ignored for the past what three months it's just been too hot the bugs are out it's awful you know, no that, one wants to move when it's humid no and if you get those green head flies coming at you in the woods somewhere that's crazy that'll drive you crazy oh, how about those little ones that they're like hover hover in front of your face this summer, have you experienced the no seams? No, not no seams. You they're can't these, see those. No, they're oh. bigger. Yeah, can you, see them? You can't see no seams. Um, no, they're kind of small, and but they hover in front of your face in this very, very irritating manner. And you, 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 you swing your hand to try to clear them violently, right? And, and, You're and, and, and of course, they're really good at dodging, and you know, and they just hover. It's yeah, it's, I've, I've seen those. Really? I try to what right in front they? of my eyes, and then I whack it, yeah. and then I hit myself in the eye. It's like oh. some bad three <laughs> stooges, <laughs> stooges skit or something. They're irritating. Anyway, Almoidia. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, right. So it's been no hiking weather. And now it finally is the time and arguably the best time of year to get out there and walk along and watch that beautiful sort of golden greeny vegetation and the slight change of things. And let's talk about some of our favorite places to uh, hike around Cape Cod. I'll throw out a couple, boys. How about Crow's Pasture in Dennis? Yes. Now that is nice. It's like 300 plus acres. Uh, There are several places to park. A bunch of different kind of terrain. You can go along, what is it, Quivet Creek there. Dip your toes in the water. You can actually walk out to Cape Cod Bay. You can watch the folks tend to their oyster grants out there. Oysters and clams and other denizens of the deep. Where do you park? When you, uh, this is in... East Dennis. East Dennis, correct. And you uh, go by that cemetery. Wonderful cemetery. 
And right after that, there's the first parking lot. And that's, that's where I usually park. That's then you get a nice long walk. we used to park. Yep. And that's yep. a pretty good walk from there to the bay. But it's, uh, it's a beautiful walk with a bunch of different options. There's some cool ponds to check out. And the terrain is fantastic. It's just meadow to forest to riverside to bayside. And it might be the single best sort of all-inclusive hike on Cape Cod. That, of course, is it's, the Crow's Pasture. It's so neat. It's, it's, gorgeous, yeah. it's a wild landscape you don't get to see too often because it's like where forest meets beach. Uh, one of the parking spots I went to uh, Crow's Pasture this summer, I parked there, then walked through the forest. And normally in a forest, you'd you'd think of leaves and things on the ground, but you're literally walking through sand. It's, it's like sand and then trees sprouting. It's like a really neat place. It's like the sand's encroaching. It's, yeah. it's moving inland. It's uh, it's very interesting. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that place. Uh, let's throw out uh, the Fort Hill Trail. Anyone in East Ham? Yep. That's Cape Cod National Seashore Trail. A dramatic parking lot high on the bluff there. And uh, then you have a nice looping trail that goes down to Nosset Marsh. Just some epic views because you're looking across the marsh to the barrier beach. And often you can see the waves crashing over the barrier beach in the distance. It's some boats, people messing around in their sailboats and stuff like that. Old stone walls. Uh, the sharpening stone, the Native American yep. sharpening stone, where yep. you can see the marks where people sharpened up their things. Must have been tough days when you had to go to the sharpening stone and sharpen up your your poker. Uh, that's not the technical term. To, to poke animals. And, and, you know, that must have been hard, those living back then. But the views are beautiful. I sharpened my bingo dabber there. <laughs> Back to bingo. <laughs> Defacing uh, U.S. government property, he painted the sharpening stone rock pink with his dabber. That's where I sharpened my tiddlywinks. Oh, boy. <laughs> Ruining America's treasures. Make them I, I love what Mung and Greg are all about. I love the Fort Hill view. In, in fact, if, if someone came to Cape Cod and, and was like, where can I get the best picture that captures the essence of Cape Cod, you will immediately tell them, go to the Fort Hill Trail because of its elevation and views but is it too overexposed like you know so. does everybody go there well, is, is it like know. too I, popular is it too cliche of, for like views it, let's say the weather's cool in the fall and you got a nice hot cup of coffee and a little snack of rooney that place is so easy to pop off route six there in east ham go up there and you're parked you don't even have to get out of your car which i know you like monk mm -hmm. and you can just look through your windshield at the broad atlantic and Nosset Marsh and spend 10-15 minutes there and sometimes that's all you have time for. Sometimes you want a huge adventure. I would say if you wanted to take the craziest walk that I have ever taken on Cape Cod, it would be Pochi Island in Orleans. Now that is miles and miles and miles. You park at Nosset Beach in Orleans, the big parking lot there. You walk down the beach uh, toward Chatham, maybe about a mile or so, you cut over. There's a bridge that goes onto Pochi Island, which is a private island, but they let people walk there as long as you're polite. So, Greg, your littering and your wrappers and all those things, <laughs> you couldn't leave behind you. Darn. Uh, and it was... It was probably a five or six mile total walk, really long. I misjudged the tide to get to the bridge, so I had to take my pants off and shoes and socks. I had my boxers. Good. To walk across Great. this, I had to wade to get to the bridge. And then it was just out there in this old landscape, just a couple houses out there. And you felt like you were like Bartholomew Gosnold, 
you know, looking for some grapes, just uh, roaming around in your own land. So I would throw out Pochi Island, P-O-C-H-E-T, if you want to see something. Now, Mung, you said that uh, Fort Hill was the greatest view. Was that close mm-hmm. to what you said on Cape Cod? Yeah. The uh, I would say maybe, but I would throw out the Pamit Area Trail System in Truro. That's on North Pamit Road, and that takes you up to the top of Bearberry Hill, which I would argue might be a better view than Fort Hill. Now, that's a matter of taste. It may be, but also uh, so much more difficult to access than Fort Hill. you got to put a lot of effort to get to Bearberry Hill. Well, it's about maybe a half mile. It's uphill, and then mm-hmm. there's a bunch of other trails that go all over the place it's into great. the old Cranberry Bog. And when you get up on that platform, looking out now over the Atlantic Ocean and Ballston Beach, and boy, you can see the changes in the dunescape there at Ballston Beach, you get the big, big Atlantic. During a storm, it's insane, and I've been up there during some crazy nor'easters. But I feel like that that landscape just screams super Cape Cod beauty. Mm -hmm. One of those signature places that makes you feel so happy you're just able to walk around like a human being. And it's kind of a diamond in the rough, too. Uh, Like, I look at Cape Cod, like, guides and, like, walking trails you'll see around town. And not too often do you see Bearberry Hill. So it's a a really cool adventure uh, to go to. Just look up PAMET, P-A-M-E-T, PAMET Area Trail System, Truro. And there's a nice map online. And that's one of my really favorite sort of... If I had a really warm soul and a warm being, that's where I'd recharge it. But really... <laughs> I don't. Well, we've done, we've done uh, mid cape, lower cape, but you got to throw in a great hiking spot in the upper cape, and this is a perfect time to do it. This is BB Woods in Falmouth. So in the summer, you know, a lot of people uh, in the mid cape or or elsewhere don't really like to go to Falmouth. It's hard to get to. You got to go down twenty eight a lot. You know, um, pretty congested. But now that the you know, folks are gone. You can get to BB Woods pretty quickly. And once you're down there, make sure you look at a map and try to find the punch bowl. You've had some good punch down there. That is a beautiful pond, and there's a rope swing a lot of the time going into the... Although they come and go. The rope swings on Cape Cod are often torn down, but I have uh, seen a good rope swing at the punch bowl. The other thing I love about BB Woods is the crazy glacial erratics. That's one of the things I'm a huge fan of, those big chunky rocks that come from who knows but likely a glacier and there are a bunch of named ones sprinkled around bb woods and uh, i've had fun climbing on all of those and it's nice to see that big rock thing coming from a world of sand on the outer cape i love me some big rocks and that's like 300 acres we've seen some weird things in there and i don't know if we can go into all of them but maybe the strangest thing i have ever seen on cape cod is in B.B. Woods, and I don't think I can go any further than that. It would take exploration off a side trail to find it, but that was the craziest thing I think I ever saw uh, anywhere on Cape Cod. Yeah, so go to B.B. Woods and see if you can find it. You'll know it when you see it. I think if you're looking for something totally epic and challenging, I'd go to Great Island in Wellfleet. Oh, Greg. It is, it is by far one of the hardest most beautiful it's very very difficult getting out to the end isn't that difficult it's the return to the parking lot that can be an eight mile walk if you plan the whole way and 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 you start back as this is easy you know i can do this i can do this and you pass these you go over these different islands with these little uh what are they called Uh, cause causeways whatever and 
it's the very last one. It's just... It's heartbreaking. You're you're so close, and you're so far away. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, and if you don't go when the weather is nice and it's not hot, um, I remember uh, my brother and I did it in the summer one year, and we were eaten by uh, horse flies going out and then coming back, and it was just it was so brutal. You got to pick the right day when it's cool out. You've got to bring a backpack with water and food in it, and how be far? prepared. How, how far? What is it? Four miles? It's like four miles. miles to the end, and if it's low tide, you can then continue to walk uh, never, on I, the exposed beach. I've never done that. Which goes yeah. out sort of toward Billingsgate Island. And, I mean, you could go forever, but then you got to be careful because the tide can come in and strand you in Is crazy uh, Sealville where sharks might lurk, and you don't want that to happen, but you can make that like an eight-mile round trip and... It's really tough because this is out at the end of Chequesset Neck Road in Wellfleet going toward Duck Harbor. You park your car, you walk downhill, and then you have this crescent of sort of exposed marsh side to walk under the broiling sun, if indeed it is broiling. And that's when you get to the first island, and that's a, that's a mile just to sort of get into the game. And then you start your way through the woods. There's this beautiful place between the two islands out there, which is a low and rolling marsh. And you get there and you look back at Wellfleet Harbor and so worth it, so beautiful. If you can get out to the end of the second island, you can find that old spooky fishing camp we found. It's like the only building that sort of still stands out there. And that is one wild place and super scary, except, you know, it's filled with like empty beer cans, which there used means to be it's like a house. Safe. There used to be a house. Yeah, at, yeah. Used at, to... at the final, the final right, island. Right, right. Kind of, it was a go. privately owned thing, and then it became part of the park service. That is an epic walk. I, you have to be ready for it, but it's so rewarding. If you, get, if you do it and get back, you've earned yourself a steak dinner and maybe dessert. It's so satisfying. After a tough walk like that, Mung, I don't even know what you're talking about here because I don't really go out to eat that often on Cape Cod except for the takeout stands because I'm kind of cheap. I just had to buy my daughter a $150 calculator for high school, graphing calculator, but that's neither here nor there. Can you believe it? (laughs) But when I go out to eat, a lot of times I'll eat my fill and I don't have dessert. I don't have any room for dessert, so it's never really on my radar. And you are extolling the virtues of a Cape Cod dessert and dessert places on Cape Cod? I find this highly irregular and offensive. The DAA would be so disappointed in you. DAA? This would be the Dessert Association of America. (laughs) Because desserts have long gotten the short shrift. And it is sad. He's reading a prepared speech now. (laughs) Yeah, what are those? Are those notes you're reading? What are you doing? Here's why people go to uh, the restaurants and gorge themselves on appetizers and soups and the actual meal. Oh, my. And no one gets dessert. I always leave room for dessert. Do you really? I do. Yes. I feel like you're in the minority. He's he's a trained restaurant eater. Everyone I talk to is like, never get dessert. And I'm saying, here's a good thing to do on Cape Cod. Make the dessert the destination. He's he, got a bumper sticker Oh, now. yeah. That's crazy. Make the dessert the destination. I was inspired by when I was a little mung uh, living in Boston in college. A little tadpole? A little tadpole of a mung. <laughs> and we, there would be these places in Boston that all they did was dessert. It was like a dessertery. And there was one place That's that was not like... not even a word. Was, I, just, I just invented it. The Cape needs more desserteries. Ready? So it was like there was one that was just like all chocolate. It would have like a chocolate fountain and and you'd go there and be like, I just want some strawberries dipped in chocolate, or I want a chocolate cheese. 
cheesecake slice, and that's what you did as the group. So I feel like we can do this here on the Cape. For example, you want to go out at night, but you don't want to spend $20, $30 on, you know, a big meal. You can go have a dessert, bring some friends, get a table, eat the dessert, bring some cards, play cards there. Bring and some cards? Go in and out what for kind, under what, $10. What kind of what a place kind of, is this? Yes. Wait, what kind is of waiter a, or waitress wants a bunch of cheapskates with cards taking up a table for hours? Hey, they don't mind if you, pl- if you play as long as you're paying for something. Oh, I don't know about that. You can't just go into a restaurant and just order dessert and oh, then, not then start only, playing 52 pickup. Not only can house. you, they encourage it. In fact, I have the best place for dessert. <laughs> And it has long been my favorite. I believe they have multiple locations on Cape Cod. Oh, no. But nothing beats Hearth and Kettle for desserts. They're well known for having delicious New England home-cooked meals. They do have But their pies. desserts will blow your mind. I'm going to read you off my favorite and a couple others. Ready? The best dessert on Cape Cod that I've been having for 20, 25 years is Toll, House, Toll House Cookie Pie. I don't know of anybody else who makes it like the Hearth and Kettle does. It's a warm and buttery with semi-sweet chocolate chips and walnuts served with vanilla ice cream. It's like where cookie, chocolate chip cookie meets pie. And I'm not even a big pie person, but it is so delicious. That does actually delightful. Sound really that does, <laughs> doesn't it? It's only six twenty nine, so you can get in and out with tip under ten dollars. So that's considered a pretty cheap night. So they're not mad if you don't order like chicken pot Absolutely pie. Absolutely not. No, because if you got four people ordering, you know, a six six ninety nine dessert, you know, the, the waitress is going to get some good money. But listen to the kind of uh, other desserts that they've got here: apple crisp individually baked with caramelized apples, raisins, and spices in a crunchy oat topping. Mm. Oh, my. You can even... Listen to this. Even blow your mind. Ready? Mm. That's the full-size portion. They even have... Something called a petite sweet for three twenty nine. That's what they you, call you, Greg. You can get that, and it's a little smaller. Three twenty nine. That's like a cup of coffee, right? Do they allow you to play cards at the of table? Of course, that's you can play be cards. Illegal. Yeah, you play cards. Bring it whatever game you want with your friends. They don't mind <laughs> a little fun. But listen to this one. Here's a classic New England dish: Indian pudding. I don't know. Served warm with vanilla ice cream and a that? caramel drizzle. What, wait, wait, I know that's an old school kind of Cape Cod dessert. What is Indian pudding? Um, Grape I, nuts. I'm not really sure. I think I think <laughs> I'm it not Im- sure either. I think it involves. Oh, some here sort, now. Some you sort make of your bread. big speech and you don't know what Indian pudding is. Hey, I'm just reading the delicious dessert menu from Hearth and Kettle. So you get up in front of the uh, campaign staff and you read it, this it's, prepared speech. According to in front of the convention, uh, the internet, which you want to believe, um, it's a dessert made with often made with molasses and cornmeal, and it's delicious. Huh. Um, well, we'll oh reserve my God. judgment on that. Pudding. And and how about this dessert? Ready? One more from Hearth and Kettle. This may be one of the Stop best. Stop them. Strawberry shortcake, fresh baked corn muffin with vanilla oh, ice a cream. Corn muffin. That's oh, a nice treat. Oh my! And that is only also six twenty nine, and you can get half the size for three twenty nine. Well, all right. I got to give you credit yeah. as the destination. You've, you've brought an interest because I haven't thought about the Hearth and Kettle in a while, and they they are inexpensive. Yes. And pretty yeah. darn tasty. Yeah. People are nice. Yeah. Yeah. Those desserts sounded pretty good, yeah, Greg. Good, actually. So I say huh. go to your favorite restaurant, Google their menu. I'm sure they have delicious dessert. Find Sometimes. out something that, yeah. or even like like target a dessert that you've been craving. You want a caramel cheesecake? Google that and the word Cape Cod. Someone will have it. Go to that place and make the dessert the destination. 
It's a new theme as we move into fall, Greg. I, uh, I'll keep an open mind about that. Mm. Yeah. Dessert, yes, yeah. yes. I do like desserts. All right, fellas, as we move on, just a couple things going on. We might as well get them out there. It's Windmill Weekend weekend in Wellfleet. Greg, you love windmills? I love windmills. You love you weekends, Mung? Love well, windmills. Finally together, uh, Windmill Weekend. <laughs> together I've, at last. I've been to Windmill Weekend. It's a pretty good time. Uh, it's on the green in East Ham on Route 6. We're going to have a craft and vendor show, a dunk tank, food truck, sand art contest, all sorts of things. That's pretty nice. You can park at First Encounter Beach, and they're going to have a new shuttle all the way to the town green. Windmill Weekend. Now, beer drinkers, unite. Greg, you love beer. I love beer. Me, I love beer. Mung. No beer. No beer for Mung. He'll be working on the pudding. (laughs) It's Cask Fest. C-A-S-K. Cask Fest. At least eight local breweries will participate in the Craft Beer Cask Fest, with each bringing at least one type of cask beer. Mm. Music, beer, souvenir glass at Cape Cod Beer. Finney's Lane and Hyannis, 20 bucks to get in it. More info at CapeCodBeer.com. And of course, coming up in Provincetown, Saturday, the Swim for Life. Right. The big Swim for Life. Hundreds of people get into the water at Long Point and either swim or paddle across the whole harbor to Provincetown. Now, is that something either one of you guys would do, or is that... Uh, I think it would exhaust me. I, I would what about the I'd, sharks? And I'd worry about the sharks. Oh, there was a concern last year. Remember when they had I think it? they the, have uh, spotters. Yeah. Um, they raise money um, for local programs connected to AIDS, women's health, and the community. So that's coming up. I have to say, that is a... It's really fun to not swim it, but to welcome the swimmers in. It's really exciting to watch them come in. A real community event. There's the Mermaid Brunch afterward, which is open to the public, Hmm. and they serve fresh mermaid. (laughs) No, no, that's just the name of the Mermaid Brunch. Swim for life. That's a good time in P-Town this weekend. And that's swimforlife.org number four. Well, boys, we've survived another Cape Cod fun show. Yay. What else you got on your minds, huh? Yay for fun. Come on, fun I boys. Love, I love fun. Greg, you've been having a lot of fun? I, I live for fun. I embrace fun. I've been having some fun. A little nervous about swimming, evaporating, because it's been the best swimming year ever. But it's our job to move forward, fellas. Flippers forward <laughs> as we cruise into the fall together. Bringing the folks out there the fun. Of life on Cape Cod. This has been the Cape Cod Fun Show. My name is Eric Williams. Mung, thank you. Anytime. Greg, thank you. Thank you. And thanks to Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com for all our great music. Till next time. Till next week. Keep having fun and see ya. You're a mermaid. <laughs>